you ever hoped that things would get better? Dreamed of a bright future or looked for a better outcome? You believe in God, but you can't see him. Well, he's there, and all we need to do is look for the sunrise. God offers us new beginnings and new birth, the opportunity to lay down our past failures. That's what this podcast is all about, the coming of light. It's about seeing the sunrise and seeing a chance for change, for a bright future, and about seeing the sun, the S-O-N, rise. It is an open door to the hidden soul where hope, help, and healing resides. Good morning, Pastor Mamie. Thanks for chatting with us about the virtual prayer walk. Uh, First off, uh, we'd like to know, how does group prayer draw us closer to God and what effect does it have on our prayers? First of all, group prayer, it's significant in that you're with like-minded people and you are focusing on similar and same things as we were doing on this prayer walk because we had identified specific things But group prayer, you have the Spirit of God just combining. It's almost like um, having a um, nuclear device that just gets energized as uh, the fire of our prayers go up. And so those group prayers, God hears, and I believe he hears them loudly. And the effect that it has, um, you know, what effect do our prayers have in groups? I believe that the collective prayers... um, encourage us and it helps us to see that there are other people dealing with similar and same things and willing to pray for one another um, so we we bear one another's burdens in those group prayers and though that's always good because by the grace of God one day it could be us going through difficulty and so those group prayers we hold each other up doing that because we were encouraged to pray alone but for the same things, How does God use that intimate time personally and for the group? It's interesting that, um, you know, when we're in group prayer um, and then we're given a particular topic to pray about, if that's not something that is our focus, sometimes we tend to be lax in our prayers. But when we are um, given a particular subject, it gives us focus. And because there's so much noise all around us and with everything going on today in our world, um, and I don't need to name them, we all know that it's, these are difficult times, but when we are encouraged to pray for or on a particular subject, what tends to happen is that we get that focus in, but because we're connecting with God, all of a sudden the, the background noise disappears and there's an intimacy that comes and what happens in that intimacy is that God now is leading us through his spirit of how to pray and what to pray for. And even in that particular thing, he can guide us into other things that we can pray about. But what's happening is our relationship with God is building because we are hearing him and we know in that moment he's answering us. You know, I'm gonna throw you a question that I that I um, just popped into my head. Um, one of the of the prayers was for future and purity. And quite honestly, I had a really hard time wrapping my brain on how to pray for the future and purity together. And I'm just curious, um, how did you pray for future and purity? For future, I prayed for God's sovereignty to reign over our world. 
because there's, there's so much division and divisiveness and we know that that's not of God. And I think about my children's children and you know, the children of others who are gonna come up and behind us and the decisions or the non-decisions that we have made. And so for future, I pray for God's presence bigger and better than it's ever been. And relative to purity, I looked at it as, um, you know, David in his Psalms, he said, creating us a clean heart, O God, and renewing us a right spirit. That was my perspective of purity, that our hearts would be cleansed of even any evil. I mean, we all don't agree on different things, especially things like politics and mask and all of that. And we don't have to agree, but we can have pure hearts such that love emanates from it and not hate. And it's okay to disagree. Um, we think of uh, Paul uh, with John Mark, he had a disagreement and he didn't want to work with him, but in time he came to a, a, a place where they were uh, able to work together and it was all based on the ultimate goal and love. Um, so I would like to know, how were you personally affected by the responses of the virtual prayer um, participants? Well, I will say that I wish more people have, uh, had attended because I think it was rich and I think it was rewarding for those that did participate. I had one, um, one young lady who uh, sent me a message saying that it, trans it was transient. It sent her away from this world and into a place of solitude and peace. And she said she was gonna keep it up. Um, I had others say that, you know, they're standing and believing on the things that, that they um, prayed about. And for me, what happened was I found myself praying more. You know, the word tells us to pray without ceasing. And that doesn't mean being necessarily on our knees and constantly just, you know, lifting up um, petitions to God. But I found myself praising God for his power, for him being the Alpha, the Omega, the creator of the universe. I found even in my corporate prayers that I was able to really connect with him through my spirit because I was able to close the world out and just connect with the one who created me and really be thankful and grateful for everything that I've experienced and the bad and the good and the bad that helped me to get to this place where I could help someone else. So this time has been a time of really personal reflection, but also it made me more driven, driven to do what God has called me to do without excuse, without complaint. Um, things may not, it, on the surface, they may not look good. I heard a preacher say the other day as I was going through my meditation time, he said, you know, and he was talking about the temple and he was talking about the time when Jesus was crucified and how on the outside that they put all of these guards and they wanted to reinforce and make sure that Jesus didn't get out of that temple. And they, everything they put on the outside was to protect him from coming out. But this thing he said, and I, it meant so much to me in prayer, he said, but he forgot the power was on the inside and the Holy Spirit on the inside of us is what helps us to release all of that stuff that seeks to consume us, to seek to destroy us. And that power rises up in us when we realize through prayer, we are connected with him. We have that same power, the same power that abided in Christ. He said, you know, greater things will you do. And that's what we're able to do through prayer and through our connection with him. 
and I don't want to get to sound sermonic, but I get real excited when I think about His Holy Spirit, when I think about Christ abiding with us, when I think about He cared enough about us that He would send us that advocate to help us during these times. And that's, to me, that's prayer has done that for me. And I pray for all of those that participated, that they got the message that they needed, and that that intimacy that was developed will continue. Thank you so much, Pastor Mamie. It was a wonderful virtual prayer walk. Um, we, we, we just so appreciate you leading us and guiding us. God bless you. And I hope next year that we're able to get outside and do it. And I hope that it grows more and more. I think the focus of prayer and prayer in itself is the best thing we could ever do, especially in times like these.